0: Welcome to an incredible word from Pastor Marcus Dunham, Associate Pastor here at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We're so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Well, listen guys, we ready for the word? Amen. All right, so we're gonna be in Psalms 23. The title of the message today is, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. We are, um, in Psalm 23, this was, for those who don't know, this was written by David. And no doubt when he wrote this, he was thinking and he was pondering about his time as a shepherd. And, this was most likely before he became king. And David was realized, David had realized that what he had been to his sheep, God had been to him throughout his life. Realizing that as, God, as he was a shepherd to his sheep, God had been a shepherd to him. And what seemed to be a minuscule task that fell into the lap of the youngest son, David, turned out to be the very thing that God would use to illustrate the love that he has for his people, including David. So um, as we look to the word of God, we see God reveal himself in a, diff- I mean, a few different ways. One, we know that he is creator. He created everything that we see today. And we know that it came because somebody created it and that was him. But he depicts himself and he shows himself and reveals himself also as a judge. The one who will rule and judge our souls into eternity. He also reveals himself as a father, that when we come into the kingdom of God, when we're born again, we don't just receive a savior, we also receive a father, and we become the children of God. I, I, I love that, knowing that, I can, that, that God is not just my savior, he's not just my judge, but he's also my, my father, amen? And then also, uh, he reveals himself as a shepherd. And this is what we're going to focus on today is God as a shepherd. Now, listen, those who know me, you know, I'm pretty, you know, I'm a city boy, okay? You know, I grew up in the city. That's just, you know, so there's a lot of things that I have come to learn over my time. And uh, because of that, I didn't really grow up around livestock. And if if you haven't, then you might, you know, you might not have a good handle on what a shepherd is, you know? I, I know I didn't. The, anything that I really knew, I learned from the Bible, and so you know, um, as I begin to kind of study on this, you know, I, I realized that in order for us to comprehend the importance of God being a shepherd to us, we must understand sheep, because that is what He is referring to. You know, if I really would have, if I, if I really wanted to, I could have just spent some time talk to Brandon. He would have, you know, you know, you know, you would have got me right, wouldn't you, man? Yeah. <laughs> That guy will teach you anything. Um, But here's some interesting things I've learned about sheep. Number one is that sheep are social animals. So they they bond closely with other sheep as well, and especially uh, with those that they are related to. They tend to flock towards the ones that they are related with. Uh, Secondly is that they are also a prey species, meaning that they are defenseless against the enemy and against predators. Um, sheep also tend to stray away from the flock at times. And when that happens, they'll get lost. And they easily, because they get lost, they easily get stressed, they easily panic, and they easily worry, realizing that they have wandered away. And um, sheep, often know, often think that they know what's best for themselves, but they don't, you know, they're, they're sheep. They often do things that are just bananas. You know, they do things that just make you go, what in the world? In fact, I got a video to show you what I'm talking about. will not you go ahead and uh, cue that real fast. It was the end for me though. That's what did it for me. But that kind of just shows you like the, you know, the nature of sheep. The very same hole that the shepherd was saving them from, he just hopped right back in. (laughs) Sheep, like I said, they do not always know what's best for themselves. Sheep need shepherding. They need a shepherd. They need someone who's going to watch over them. And when you read Psalm 23, David, he understood that God was his shepherd because he understood that he was that sheep. And just like David, so are we. We are like sheep. You see, we too oftentimes think we know what's best for ourselves. We too have a tendency to stray away from the flock, whether it be of our fault or not. Like sheep, we can't get lost and leave ourselves open to the attack of the enemy. Alone, specifically alone, we are defenseless against the enemy. Like sheep, we too need a shepherd. Amen? So understanding this, understanding these things, let's go ahead and let's hop into Psalms 23. We're going to go verse by verse, and we're going to start in verse 1. There are six verses, and so there are six things that we find that we can pull out. We can pull out much more, but I just stuck with six. Six things that we can pull away from God as our shepherd. Number one is that God is a personal shepherd. He is a personal shepherd. Verse one, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know, whenever I look at and I study in on specific verses, I try to key key in on specific words. and, And that third word is stuck out to me. You see, God is our shepherd, He is currently our shepherd. He is a present shepherd. If you haven't figured it out now, I'm going to say the word shepherd a lot in this message. So, but he is our shepherd now. You see, there are times that we don't need a shepherd tomorrow or later down the line. Sometimes we need a shepherd today. We need a shepherd right now in our moment. And that's exactly what God is and who God is. He is present right now. He is present. Our shepherd, Amen. And he also, while he is also a present shepherd, he is also a personal shepherd. David says that he is not only is he a shepherd, he says the Lord is my shepherd. He is my shepherd. You know, just as God watches over the flock, he also he also watches over me. He is our personal shepherd. And you see, a good shepherd knows his flock, and he knows, one each, he knows each one individually. God knows his flock, and he also knows you. A shepherd values his flock and values each one individually. He walks in and he touches the flock. He, he, he visits with them. He makes sure he knows what is going on. You see, just in the same way, God knows you and he values you. If he is a shepherd to no one else, he is a shepherd to you. A shepherd loves and cares for his flock. And in the same way, he cares for his sheep. God cares for you. Amen. David understood that a shepherd knows his sheep and a sheep knows their shepherd. And while it was, this is interesting to know that in this time, a shepherd, uh, shepherding was considered lowest of all the work it was something that was handed down to the youngest in the family to be sure that it got done. Nevertheless, God calls himself our shepherd. You see, what what the world considers worthless is what God considers valuable. God enjoys being a a shepherd. He enjoys it. It is something that he looks forward to doing, I believe. And humility tells us that we need our God. We need a shepherd. I love what Jesus says in Matthew 5:3. blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who realize that they need God. And because he is my shepherd, David says, I shall not want. That gives the connotation that God is going to meet all of our needs. <clears throat> a shepherd is, His job was to make sure that that a sheep's needs were met. And that's what God does. He knows our needs. He knows our personal needs. He knows our family needs. He knows our financial needs. He knows what we need, and he is faithful to provide them. And he says that I shall not want. There is a contentment knowing that God provides all that we need. Amen? We can trust in God as our personal shepherd. So that's the first thing. The second thing we see is that God is a peaceful shepherd. In verse 2, he says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters and he restores my soul. That is such an encouraging verse, isn't it? You know, whenever whenever I read it, there's something about it that just makes me, you know, to know that that it gives a picture that God, he's got this. A shepherd, it says that he makes me lie down. You know, a sheep at times, you know, they they don't always lay down in just any situation. They don't just rest at any time. There are certain conditions that have to be met. You know, they got to be fed. They got to be comforted. They got to fill up peace. They need to be watered. And they need to be in a place where they don't feel like they're threatened. And God leads them, or or, the shepherd would lead them to a place where they knew that they were okay. And even then, the shepherd may have to lay them down, may have to help them to lay down in that time. In the same way, God, he leads us to places where we can trust in him. He leads us to places where we can find peace. And in that place... He says, he restores my soul. Man, God is in the business of restoring, in restoration. And you know, life can be draining at times. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You know, financially, relationally, emotionally, mentally, life can be draining. And regardless of the situation, whether it be family-related, work-related, family-related, whatever it may be, God, you you know, whatever the situation is, it can drain us. In God, He leads us to a place where He can restore us, where He can fill us, where He can touch us, to give us a word and to anchor us in our moments. God, He leads us to the places where we can have peace and He can restore our soul. Amen? We can rest trust in Him. Let us bring our needs to our Father, to our shepherd. Even when we don't bring bring them to Him, God still knows them. We can trust Him as our shepherd. Number three is that God is a guiding shepherd. He's a guiding shepherd. Verse three, He leads me in paths of righteousness for His namesake. He he, he leads me in paths of righteousness. You see, a shepherd was also a guide for the flock. He would guide them and lead them down a proper path that is going in the correct direction. As I said before, sheep often get astray. And listen, this is something that we are familiar with. You know, we have a thing called Google Maps. Everybody said amen. Amen. I'm more of an Apple Maps user myself, or if you grew up whenever, you know, those from the older generation, you know, you have that old handy-dandy, i hope i know what I'm doing paper map. Anybody know what I'm talking about? This map right here. I mean, I remember sitting in my mama's Pontiac Sunfire in the back when we'd go up to go see our family in Kansas, and she'd be using this map. And listen, if you're a pro with it, I've seen people do it, man. You can get to the edge of this paper and then all of a sudden you flip it. And then you still, I'm like, how does she do that? You know, I mean, you know, these things come in handy. You know, we got Google Maps and Apple Maps now, but sometimes, you know, you get, you know, this, this will do the job. Amen. And you know, it just goes to show us that At times in our life, you know, we need a guide. We need somebody to navigate us. We need somebody who knows where they're going so that they can get us to where we are trying to go. And that is exactly who God is. He is our navigator. He is our guide. He is our GPS. And he is leading us to reach our destination. And according to verse 3, that destination is righteousness. He leads us to a place where we can grow fruit in our life, where we can grow peace and joy and be able to to, to produce righteousness in our life for his glory. Jesus, he knows how to get there, and he is guiding us through. And along the way, sometimes we may have to go through places that we don't want to go. You know, I remember on my way here in 2012, I moved here to, to Beaumont, Port Arthur, Needle in Texas, Southeast Texas. And man, it was, you know, I remember me and Melinda, you know, we were on this drive, and, and you know, we passed by Bucky's. You know, for those who are in Texas, you know, you know what Bucky's is. And, you know, we passed by the Sam Houston statue. I gave him a salute. And as we go, and, you know, as we went, we we went on 105 and we're on our way down 105, and all of a sudden I'm looking at this sign and it said cut and shoot. I said, what? <laughs> well, we were cutting and shooting out of there, weren't we, Melinda? Now, listen, I'm sure there's nothing wrong with it, but man, I just never driven through there. So, you know, I was, but you know, I had to get through it in order to get here. It was a very beautiful drive, but you know, this brother didn't know anything about cutting shoot, so. But man, listen, wonderful place, wonderful place. But you know, sometimes, you know, we got to go through things to get to our destination, and God, he navigates us through them. Careful in understanding that I did not say that God makes us go through things because that's just not the truth. But God will navigate us through them. He will guide us through them. He will take what the devil meant for harm and he will turn it into good. Amen. That is what Romans 8 tells us. He is a guiding shepherd and he is your navigator in the same way, God is guiding you down the proper path in life. He is leading us down the correct road. If you've ever wondered, am I in God's will? Am I going the right direction? Is this where God wants me in life? If God is producing righteousness in your life, guess what? Yes, you are. Listen, you are in the right place. Trust God that he knows what he's doing and he knows where he is going. Amen? We can trust in him. The fourth thing that we see is that God is a protecting shepherd. And this one is comforting. Verse 4, he says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, there are many things for us to be concerned about in life. Whether it be our job, our home, our health our family, our current circumstance, whatever the case may be, whatever we may be concerned about, David called this a valley. And a valley literally means a low place. And if you've ever been in a low place, maybe you may be going through one right now, we know that they can be difficult. But the truth is that the low place is necessary in order for us to get to the high place. Now, listen, we all love the high place. We all love the mountaintop experience because that's what we plan for. It's what we hope for. It's what we hope for for our children, for our future. This is what we plan for. But, you know, the truth is, is that we can't go from mountaintop to mountaintop. It wasn't planned that way. We can't play hopscotch and go from one mountain to the other mountain. You know, you know we, we, we have to go through the valley in order to get to the mountaintop, amen? You know, we often wonder, you know, why, why can't we just stay on the mountain? Why can't we stay at the high place? Why can't we stay at the place where it's good? where my money's good and, you know, my family's good and, you know, my job is good and and everything is good. How come I can't just stay there? Well, the truth is that God has something better. Life gets better. Life is good. Life can be difficult, but it gets better. It gets better. God, he is with us in the valley in the same time when he's with us on the mountaintop. And we must know that in these times he is walking with us through it. Life will get better. Something interesting that David said, he said that as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, a sheep Whenever they come to a valley and they had high mountains and the sun is shining down, it would cast a shadow in between. And when that sheep would get to that shadow, they wouldn't want to go in because they were afraid. They would think that it's nighttime. And so they wouldn't want to cross through. But the shepherd knew that he would have to go through it. And, you know, sometimes when we go through things, you know, know, as dark as they may seem, we must know that they are but a shadow. And while as real as they are in our life, we must know that the shadow that's being cast is because the sun in the sky is casting onto that mountain. You see, God is bigger, he is stronger, he is better, and he is higher regardless of the situation. Amen? And I love that he says that he is with me. David said that he is with me. The shepherd, when he would lead that sheep, when he would lead a sheep through the, the valley in that dark place, that shepherd would make sure to stay close to the sheep so that he could, so that sheep could keep eyes on his shepherd, to make sure that he knew where he was at all times. And it's through these times that God wants us to know that he is with us. He is closest in the valley, but at that time, he keeps He stays in distance so that we can keep our eyes on him. It's easy for us to get stuck in a ditch. It's easy for us to get lost in the valley, but God, he is right close to us. All we have to do is keep our eyes focused on him. And I love the rod and staff. The rod and staff. You see, the rod and staff were a shepherd's weapon and his tool. A staff was used as a guide and to help the sheep along their journey. And when that sheep would fall into a ditch or into a crevice, he would use that that long hook-shaped staff, and he would pull them out and get them out of there. And his rod was a little bit different. That was his weapon. That was what he used. He would use that to knock something over the head. That's what he used as his weapon to protect, to protect the sheep. And in that time, he says that it comforts me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And I believe a sheep that when he's with their shepherd, knowing that he had the staff and had, and had that rod, he was comforted knowing that he was safe. You know, God, he protects us. He is guiding us. He has grace. He has power. And he is guarding us during those seasons. Amen? Let us be comforted knowing that God is protecting us and knowing that he is with us no matter what we go through. Amen? And then number five, God is a providing shepherd. He is a providing shepherd. Verse five, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. This is continuing in the same vein of the valley, whether it's coming out of the valley or just still in it. And during this time, David, he was comforted and encouraged in knowing that the shepherd was also a host, setting up a table in front or in the middle of his situation, but also in front of his enemies. Now, I wanted to kind of understand this more, so I studied this a little more, and I found this really cool. A shepherd... Whenever he would go find a sheep, whether he strayed away or whatever the case may be, he would carry some extra fodder, some extra grain, some extra uh, food to provide for his sheep. And wherever that sheep was, knowing that he would need strength to get back, he would set that right down in front of him and let him eat in his moment, regardless of what it was. And you can imagine the, the predators you can imagine the, 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 um, the animals that were feasting ready to eat, but they'd have to sit there and watch that sheep simply eat away and enjoy a meal in the presence of his shepherd. You know, in the, whatever the situation may be, God never gets rattled. He never, ever gets cons- He's never concerned. He is never bothered by our current situation. But He is steady, and He is providing us everything we need for the moment and for the journey ahead. He is a provider. And no matter what the season is, whether it's on the mountain or in the valley, He is faithful to provide. And regardless of what our enemies may be, they may cast their threats, but their bite has no sting. You are safe in the presence of God and the presence of your Shepherd. Amen? Amen. God is our Shepherd, and I and and and, and, and I imagine you know Him. Uh, you know the you know God or uh, you know the Shepherd providing a cup or a bowl for that sheep to to drink out of, and that water spilling over. You know God, He provides us more than enough that we need in our moment. And also for, for, um, for what's ahead. And then six, number six, lastly, is that God is a good shepherd. He is a good shepherd. The first word used here is important. You see, he doesn't say in verse six, he says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He says here, he doesn't use the word hopefully. He doesn't say maybe. He says for sure. Absolutely. You already know. He says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. You know, I imagine it, you know, uh, you know, goodness and mercy following the flock following me and and it's it's keeping me close to the shepherd it's keeping me close making sure that i stay close to the, the uh, uh, close to the shepherd surely goodness and mercy will follow me goodness and mercy are there to make sure that i continue to follow the shepherd They are guardrails to ensure that I don't fall off the path. God's goodness being his blessing, his favor, and his kindness, and his mercy being his forgiveness and his love will keep me close to the shepherd at all times. I love that. He is is guarding us with his goodness and his mercy. Making sure to know that we can trust him. So let me go through these six things one more time. We see that the Lord is our personal shepherd. That when I call on him, he is my shepherd. I know him, he is me and he knows me. The Lord is our peaceful shepherd. That he leads us to places that we can trust in him. The Lord is our guiding shepherd. He guides us and leads us and navigates us through whatever we are going through. He is our protecting shepherd. He guards us and protects us with his grace and his power, ensuring that we will, navig- that we will get through the valley. He is our providing shepherd, providing everything we need in, in whatever the season of life may be. And the Lord is our good shepherd, that he is faithful throughout the journey. So the question is, is the Lord our shepherd? Is he your shepherd? If you made Jesus the Lord of your life, absolutely, he is your shepherd. You may be here today and maybe you have not made him Lord in your life. Maybe you're watching online today and you feel like you need to make Jesus Lord of your life. We're going to pray a prayer in just a bit, and I want to encourage you to pray that prayer, whether it be for the first time, that God, he will not only be your Lord, but he will become your shepherd. And let us be encouraged today that God, he knows us, he sees us, he's walking with us, and he is helping us to walk through, that we can trust in him, he's got all things in his hands, he has it all taken care of, he is our shepherd and we can trust in him in that way amen so we're going to pray a quick prayer if you're here today if you not made jesus the lord of your life i want to encourage you that today is your day today is a day for for you to accept jesus as lord and savior of your life and he will change your life forever isn't that correct church and when he becomes your lord and he becomes your savior he then will become your shepherd Today, if you're here today and you have not received Jesus, the Bible tells us that if we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, the Bible says that we will be saved. We can place our faith in him. If you're here today and you would like to pray that prayer, we're going to bow our head, and I want you to pray it with faith, knowing that God honors your prayer. Let's pray like this. Say, Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I open up my heart and I ask you to help me to follow you. Be my savior and be my Lord. I give my life to you. Fill me Holy Spirit and help me to follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Listen. The Bible says that when one person comes to the Lord, that heaven erupts erupts in praise. I think we need to give a hand clap because somebody received Jesus today. Whether you're on campus or online, know that if you prayed that prayer today, Jesus has become your Lord. And I want to encourage you to do two things. Number one is I want you to tell somebody. If you're here on campus, come to the front. Let us know that you have given your life to Jesus. Let us pray with you. If you're online, find somebody. Go ahead go ahead, and you can, comment. You can let us know in the comments or you can go online, and click on connect and let us know there. Whatever it may be, let us know because we have a gift that we want to give to you. But secondly, let us know. Make sure that you find a, a church that you are going to. If you don't have a church, this is a good one. If you're on campus, until you find a church, you keep watching us online. But let us be encouraged today that God is our shepherd. I was encouraged as I studied this today, I was encouraged, this past week, and I was encouraged to know that He is close to me and He is close with us. That's what a shepherd does. He knows His sheep, He knows His flock, and He knows each one of us individually we can be encouraged today thanks again for joining us for this dynamic message from pastor marcus dunham visit cotr.com and subscribe to our social media platforms to stay up to date as well receive more encouraging messages from our pastors and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world today and every day god bless